Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao scene one take one Welcome, welcome, welcome to another splendid edition of Nothing to Watch, always provided by Sideshow Conversations. It's your host, Mr. Advanced Warfare himself, Val, and today we're going to deep dive right into a show that I've been loving since day one, a show that premiered on Hulu, and y'all know how I feel about Hulu, it's been providing hit after hit after hit. A show that I think is under the radar for a lot of people, whether it be the main character or just not too knowledgeable on what's going on in Hulu these days. But today, I'm going to shed that light and I'm going to share that knowledge for everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about Future Man. And um, this show, this show's um, a breath of fresh air in my opinion as well too. I think Hulu's been knocking it out of the park, like I said, for a couple of their series, whether it be The Handmaid's Tale whether it be Runaways and now, of course, Future Man. I feel like they're taking risks. They are exceeding at what people are failing at when it comes to network TV. And especially for a genre like sci-fi, it's kind of hard to mesh that comedy um, sci-fi element together. Usually it's a farce and it kind of doesn't work. This one, not so much. It works on every cylinder, all cylinders, in fact. When you're looking for sci-fi shows, it's really far and few in between these days you kind of go into your sci-fi network like shows like the magicians your warehouse 13s or even your sharknados you kind of go to fox and you'll get your funny sci-fis like last man on earth or even the orville and you know they're far and few in between maybe the b-list dvds that pop up or of course your c-list shows that are on netflix don't get me wrong love them c-list shows but sometimes you want something with a little more stature 
that's what Future Man gives. Future Man is an awesome show, American comedy web television series that premiered on November 14, 2017, of course, on Hulu. It follows an unachieving janitor who is called upon to save the world. Um, basically, it stars Josh Hutcherson, who many of you know is one of the stars for that hit series, The Hunger Games. Um, it stars the late, great Glenn Hately, who unfortunately rests in peace. She died while making this series as well, too. Um, Derek Wilson, Liza Copay, and of course, the great, great, great Keith David. Um, basically, this show is a mixture of 80s nostalgia, 90s grunge, Back to the Future meets Call of Duty meets Gears of War meets Fallout. It's all over the place. It's psychedelic. It's crazy. But at the same time, it's fresh. Is it raunchy? Way too much. <laughs> but I like it. I like that kind of stuff. Of course, it's produced by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. So if you're looking at things like Pineapple Express or Vice Principals, you're going to get all that roll up into a futuristic Halo-esque alien marine kind of TV show. Sounds awesome, right? I really wish there was a simple way to summarize this show, but if I tried to, I would sound insane. That's how extreme this show is, to be honest. So I'm going to give the quote-unquote elevator pitch. If it sounds a little rough, I apologize. So you got Josh Futterman, who's your day-to-day -day janitor for this facility that's doing a noble cause and curing herpes. That's right, they're trying to get rid of that, boys and girls, so kudos to them. Clap your hands. Led by, of course, Dr. Cronish. Josh also is a gamer. Spends all day playing games, whether it be at his job in his break room or at home. Basically, that's all he does. Go to work, play games, see his parents, eat dinner, go to work, play games. That's the life he lives. Very underachieving, doesn't go too high, doesn't go too low. He's also playing this game, which is a unbeatable game. No one on earth has beat this one game, ladies and gentlemen. And no, it's not Bloodborne, and no, it's not Dark Souls. Um, basically, this game is like a fusion of Gears of War meets Halo meets Fallout meets some other nostalgic game that you love the most. Looks great. If it was real, we all be playing it right about now. Of course, you're going to get the trope where he actually beats the game, and what happens here is the fun part. Once he beats level 83, weird number, he beats level 83, beats the game, celebrates by himself, and has a little pleasure time for himself. The main characters, Tiger and Wolf, show up right in front of him and let him know, Hey Josh, this was a training simulation. You are the future man. You are the savior of the resistance. Sounds awesome, right? I'm not going to tell you what exactly happens because that's for your eyes to see and I believe that's a laugh that I can't spoil. But that first encounter is hilarious. Almost a lot Terminator, but turn it up times 10. So yeah, basically what they're coming back for is that Dr. Cronish, our lovable Dr. Cronish is trying to cure herpes. His vaccine for the disease somehow, someway enslaves humanity from these replicant type humanoid figures that are out to destroy the earth. So yeah, somehow in a way, we cure herpes, we get enslaved. That's what's happening here. So what the wolf and, and tiger want to do is go back in time, a la Back to the Future, and destroy Cronish before he ever, ever, ever has a chance to either contract herpes or live.
So yeah, that's kind of what the show's about in a nutshell. There's a lot of time traveling. There's a lot of references to movies that we've seen before. Last Starfighter, War Games, Back to the Future, of course, Terminator, Avatar, for some reason. There's so many things out there that this references. And I think it's so fun because it plays with a lot of ideas that we always thought about. Another thing as well, too, is that we go through the whole trope of trying to kill Cronish in different eras. You get the whole uh, 70s vibe, you get the whole 60s vibe with the moon landing, you get the whole 80s vibe with punk, rock, and roll. Hell, you even get a Top Gun reference where they're actually playing the volleyball scene, scene by scene. So that's fun, that's fabulous. This show is so fun on so many levels. Even my favorite episode, and I'm not going to tell you which one it is because I want you guys to discover it and be surprised and have fun with it, is an episode based on James Cameron in the future and that our heroes kind of have to raid his Fortress of Solitude to obtain an item that's going to help them on their mission. Um, this house is like a giant Siri that has so many different rooms in it. There's even a room just for Billy Zane to stay in. Um, there's a room full of um, Nobby references and Avatar references. Um, there's a self-aware AI who is um, trying to break free from our controls of James Cameron because he's an abuser. It's hilarious. He's like a digital abuser. It's too funny. Too, too, too funny. He even has a deep sea expo exploration laboratory and he saved the actual door from Titanic which Rose and Jack were on. And they make a couple of funny references with that. So yeah, this is... That was one of my favorite episodes. This show is just amazing because it plays and toys with so many ideas that you yourself think about. There's even so many guest stars that pop up in this show that you were like, oh, wait a minute, I know him, I know her. Not only do you get Haley Joe Osment, who's just fabulous once again in this show, I'm going to say my favorite guest is Corey Hart. Corey Hart it was like a breath of fresh air in the latter of the episodes. There's even a whole maybe half episode dedicated straight to Corey Hart. And if y'all don't know who Corey Hart is, man, that's the, that's the singer behind one of the 80s freshest songs. I wear my sunglasses at night so I can, so I can. Yeah, I'm not a lead singer. Don't judge me. I just love that song. It's been in my head since the episode. So yeah, you gotta love it for that, you know, Corey Hart and Haley Joel. And you gotta represent Haley Joel, man, the sixth sense. I mean, he's been in a couple of Kevin Smith movies, but man, not like this, the evil mad scientist. Uh, you're gonna love it. With an awesome haircut as well, too. There's even a part where he has an awesome mullet. So, if anything, watch it for Haley Joel with a mullet. But yeah, another thing I love about this series, they're about 27 minutes to about 30 minutes episodes. So yeah, about a half an hour episode. You can have breeze through this within a couple of hours. I mean, 13 episodes, half an hour, man, fun ride right there, in my opinion. So you got great guest stars, funny antics, crazy comedy, raunchy comedy, game references, movie references, what if moments. Hell, we all thought of this. What would happen if Marty McFly really got it on with his mom? I mean, if she really went all the way with him, how wrong would that have been? We kind of get that in this show. So, yes, it's raunchy, it's crazy, it's out there, it takes so many risks, but it's fun, it's crazy, and it's a ride. At the end of the day, that's why we watch shows like this, for the ride. 
because we don't want to, you know, go on the same ride all the time. We get bored of it. We want something different. This brings you different. This is fun. This is incredible. Um, I really want whoever's listening to this to really go out their way and find this show because, in my opinion, this is the closest we're going to get to a Rick and Morty-esque live-action show. It left off on a cliffhanger and hopefully gets picked up for a second season because it was so, so, so different and it was well-received by critics as well, too. So hopefully this crazy little universe that that Josh Hutchinson kind of gave us, that Seth Rogen gave us, um, continues because I want it. I want more of this. I want more of this crazy, um, <laughs> nonsensical, nostalgic thrill ride that I'm on right here. So right off the back, I'm going to give my review. It's a big top. It's like five big tops, okay? I love it. So many different things to play with. So many different eras to go into. The 70s, 80s, 90s, 60s, 50s, even 40s. They play with time in a way where it's like a child's play thing. So you'll love that. And it's not just that. There's some heart to it. There's growing pains. Um, if you really look into it, there's parts that really deep, deep cut. There's a part where um, Derek Wilson is addicted to cocaine. And since time travel is just nuts in this, he stays in this loop of time where he's just going from the 80s to 90s and having this cocaine addiction. When he comes back to the present day, he doesn't know how to wean it off. So you get to see a very vulnerable character who's very rough and tough kind of just disintegrate into nothingness because of cocaine and trying to cope with that addiction. There is heart to this if you look for it. Um, growing up, not knowing who your parents are, longing for somebody, bullying, you know, pressure. There's so much into this that you can really deep dive, so it's not just mindless comedy. At the same time, you're laughing. You're laughing all over the place. You're laughing at movie nostalgia. You're laughing at references to movies. You're laughing at music. There even is a part where um, Eliza Cope is in, a, I guess, a movie theater premiere, and she can't get out of this crowd because everybody's wearing their sunglasses at night. She actually says, why the f*** is everybody wearing their sunglasses at night? So it's... It's pure fun. Pure fun. If you're scared that, hey, I never liked Josh Hutcherson because of the Hunger Games, you need to get that out of your system. Because in this, he's phenomenal. I was a little weary first because I was like, it's that guy again. But at the same token, it's fun. He plays a perfect character. The show would not be as great if it wasn't for him being the main character. Um, it's a coming-to-age story. Like I said, it leaves you on a cliffhanger, but you can definitely see where the character was in the beginning of the show to how he ended, his life experiences, and how much these characters from the Bionic Wars have changed them. Um, the twists and turns of everybody trying to kill Cronus, um, morals being tested, um, morals being thrown out the window. There's so many twists and turns. This show is not uh, for the weary-hearted, so please, if you're not into this kind of show, if you're not into raunchy comedy, and I guess farting dick jokes, you're not going to like it. But if you want to look beyond that and see what a great, great sci-fi show is, you're going to love this. You're going to absolutely enjoy this. Half an hour of your life gone just by watching intense, funny, sci-fi nostalgia. That's all I can say about it. Big top, big top, big top all the way. I want you guys to find it. It's on Hulu. 13 episodes. I assure you it's going to be the funniest, fastest ride you're going to enjoy all winter. Especially for the ending 2017. So, funny people, 
great guest stars. Hell, there's even a side story with this one beat cop with his partner that something drastically happens in the past because of our hero's involvement that this character follows our heroes throughout time. Not time traveling, but you get to see him growing up in different eras from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and this generation as well too, from a young beat cop to a serial detective trying to find the the perpetrators to that heinous crime that happened back way back then. So you'll get to see that story unfold. It's a fun, hilarious story. Great, great guest star. I, you'll love it. You'll love it. Nothing more I can say. You'll love it. <laughs> anyway, guys, it's been fun talking about this. I've been really wanting to talk about it. It's been really hard to really describe the show. It's full-on nuts, so I tried not to get into it too much because I feel like I'll ramble like I'm doing right now. But, um, yeah, catch it. Catch it. Catch me on Twitter if you want to. I'm over there at uncanny underscore V, Val Cisco. Also on uh, Instagram by Val Cisco if you want to kind of drop now some ideas what to watch or what to rate or say hey your show sucks go ahead do it it's no problem whatsoever um you can reach me here of course at val cisco on bumpers doing sideshow conversations like we're doing today and also on the kimura chronicles with my boy jay rance doing an mma podcast for the fans by the fans um both podcasts are on itunes bumpers and podcast republic so please reach out to us let me know how we're doing, how I'm doing. If you want something to be reviewed or whatnot, I'll do it. Because, like I said, I'm doing this podcast, nothing to watch for. The shows are not getting that much burn out there. And I feel like this deserved it because this is a phenomenal show. Halo meets um, The Walking Dead meets, I want to say, Fallout meets uh, Corey Hart. <laughs> so there's not that much I can really go into it. It's a show that you need to see yourself. Like I said, look for it. It's fun. It's out there. Anyway, guys, it's been a pleasure doing this. It's always fun trying to challenge myself and do different things. So hopefully um, this was something that made you say, you know what, I'm going to go check it out. And if it did, then hey, my job is well done. As always, get your mind out of the gutter, but keep your eye on the side.